Changing healthcare starts with a dream. Better care, smarter care, and healthier people. Listen weekly as Dr. Gregory Goodman interviews today's most innovative MDs as they transform healthcare and share their journey from white coat to business suit, highlighting lessons learned and golden prescriptions for your success. Join us today and get your doctor-recommended dose of MD Innovation. Welcome to The Modern MD. This is Dr. Gregory Goodman, your host. I'm so excited to be launching the show today and launching the brand and truly honored that you'll be joining us on this journey as we share some of the best and brightest physicians who have taken, you know, really exciting paths to try and transform healthcare, thinking about technology advances, new payment models, thinking about how we redesign care. So it'll be a weekly show. And I'll tell you a little bit more about the show at the end. We'll go into you know, a lot of the details. But first, let me start by sharing my story and the vision behind the modern MD and what we want to accomplish. I was born in Johannesburg, South Africa, and my parents and I immigrated to the States when I was two. We moved to Minnesota and spent a few years in Minnesota, and then we went down south to Houston, Texas where I did my first through 12th grade. My vision of becoming a doctor, I, I think, started at the age of 12. I was uh, really inspired. I thought they're community leaders and really made an impact. I love my pediatrician. I was inspired and kind of pretty excited that I've actually accomplished that dream, something that, that, that was a huge accomplishment for me and, and means a lot. But it all started, you know, when I was 12 and, and my first kind of exposure into healthcare was when I was 15. I had the opportunity to shadow a neurosurgeon in Houston, Texas, and spent a tremendous amount of time in the operating room. It was pretty exciting. He kind of took me and a good friend of mine under his wing, and we saw just about every neurosurgery that you could imagine. And as we kind of progressed, we spent two summers in the operating room kind of shadowing. We had the opportunity to go to the whiteboard and the, you know look at what surgeries were happening that day and became pretty friendly with the anesthesiologist and really got to see a tremendous variety of, of surgeries and a huge exposure into clinical medicine, the operating room, and, and really learned a lot about life. It was, a, it was a really cool experience. And so I had this dream of going off to college and going to the East Coast so I landed up going to Brandeis University in, in Boston, a little outside of Boston. And over my first and, and second year summer, I also had kind of a really cool opportunity to go on a uh, trip to Honduras with a group of about 40 folks out of Houston, Texas that went on this kind of medical mission out to Honduras, had been going for a number of years. And so I was really excited, flew out there, went to this small rural town in Honduras, right on the border of Honduras and Guatemala. And I'll never forget, we, we got to the town, there was just lines and lines of people that had walked for miles to receive healthcare. And, and I was really excited. We had you know a bunch of people, we had a lot of supplies, and it was really a cool uh, experience. We treated close to 2,000 patients over about 14 days. And I was so pumped leaving I felt like we really had made a made a difference and came back a second summer. It was only the second summer that, you know, it kind of struck me when we were leaving that while we had created some change, what we were doing really wasn't sustainable. And this was the only healthcare uh, that these people got in that region for a whole year. 
I just wasn't that happy with with that result. Went back to school. This, you know, was beginning my junior year of college and came up with this crazy idea that I wanted to start a clinic. And being from South Africa, I wanted to build a clinic, you know, somewhere in Africa, in a rural part of Africa, and think about how we could build something that was more sustainable. So not just kind of bring a group there and treat people for a few weeks and leave, and that was it. Wanted to think about how we could leverage local population, train them up, help to provide a good basic medical opportunity for people to come and and get treated, you know, make an impact in a community. I took this idea and put a group of students together and then was friendly with uh, one of the board members and trustees at Brandeis and asked him, he was coming for one of the meetings and I asked him to, to meet for coffee and, you know, told him I was working on kind of an exciting project. I had this one page proposal that I gave him and told him about my vision and that, that I was really excited to build a clinic and, and make an impact and, you know, build something that was sustainable, you know, said, in order to make that happen, I'm going to need some funding and I'm going to need about $150,000. I'll never forget his uh, jaw dropped. I I think he went into a bit of a state of shock. And, you know, after kind of getting out of the shock, he said, wow, you know, you're really passionate. You're really excited about this project. Let me see how how I can help, but let's figure out a good site to to build it in and put a little bit more of a uh, detailed plan in place. So, I kind of took his advice and put together a partnership uh, with somebody with a tremendous amount of experience. Dr. Antenna Roba was the founder of iFund Africa and and somebody I knew from Houston, Texas. He was an ER doctor. And he uh, really inspired me. He had built a neonatal clinic in Ethiopia and done some really incredible work there. And so I pitched him the project and he was really excited about it wanted to take part in helping to build something. And so we kind of narrowed down the focus to Ethiopia where, uh, you know, he had some connections and knew the area. The trustee provided some kind of initial funding to go out and fly out and do a site assessment and kind of figure out where we could put a clinic. We flew out kind of long story short and met the health minister of Ethiopia and, and sat down with him. And he was excited about the project. And they had a plot of land about 250 kilometers north of Addis Ababa, which is their capital. And so we landed up going out there and it was this uh, really windy, rough road. I think it took us 10 hours in the car. We got there. There wasn't really much there other than a few buildings and kind of a local health worker. And so the vision was to take that local health worker and think about, you know, how we could leverage the hospital that was about 30 or so kilometers away bring in the appropriate medical supplies and, and treat a, a population and meet their needs. And that's exactly what we did. I was really fortunate and blessed, uh, you know, to have an incredible mentor, Dr. Roba, who, uh, you know, helped to form a partnership with a group out in California, um, which supplied a huge amount of medical supplies to get things jump started and funded and, and medications, put a group together that went out and, and kind of launched the clinic. Long story short, the clinic has been operational for a number of years. I think it's treated close to about 10,000 patients. And so it was really an incredible experience to be a part of that. And for me, that was kind of my first experience taking an idea and thinking about how to build it out and, and building a team around me to kind of leverage many different talents to accomplish the goal. It was really something I'm, I'm pretty proud of and you know pretty humbled to be a part of. And so 
I took a back seat. I uh, went into medical school and was doing the kind of seven days on study pattern, grinding out, as many of you can remember, with, with the books and, and just the huge volume of material. But I was really inspired by my work that I'd done in Ethiopia and really loved working with young social entrepreneurs. Was uh, pretty fortunate. I was rooming with a dental student and good friend of mine who was a uh, entrepreneur, had actually built and sold the company before going to dental school. I know it really impressive. He'd also worked with kind of a group of young entrepreneurs to launch a business and really do some cool stuff. And they'd scaled it up and sold it. And he was in dental school. And so we were both grinding. But kind of on the nights, we spoke about our projects. And I think we had this passion and kind of common goal that we believed in young entrepreneurs and and young, super smart and super talented people that they could change the world and make a difference and build sustainable companies and build these kind of game-changing companies that really made a huge impact. And so we took that kind of concept and, and started on the nights and weekends when we weren't studying, put our concepts on paper and, and built out this business. And it was termed Siona Box. And, and kind of the goal was to build out this custom venture incubator is what we called it. So basically take super smart young entrepreneurs and their ideas and provide them with this senior level talent and management and services in kind of this virtual capacity to launch businesses. We built that company and we uh, took a few concepts and, and started building them. We had a concept out of MIT. We actually landed up, you know, taking um, that technology and that idea and, and patenting it and, and completing a patent. It's a company that my partner still operates today. And it was a really, really fun road doing uh, the whole graduate school. And, you know, I was doing medicine and he was doing dentistry, but we had this huge passion and you know, we kind of built our wings on the way down. I think we learned a tremendous amount just kind of starting the uh, companies on the kitchen table in our apartment while in school. And so at the end of medical school, I had this concept of going out and doing something uh, to make a huge impact. And so I decided not to pursue the traditional residency path. I decided I was going to go out and explore, find a company that I believed in work with them to, to make an impact. So initially, I kind of graduated and, and worked on Siona Box and, and took on a few consulting projects, kind of learned a lot and scanned the ecosystem of companies out in the healthcare space doing cool stuff. And I stumbled across a, a company called Remedy Partners, which is uh, kind of doing episodes of care, so bundle payments. And I'd actually met their chief medical officer, Dr. Wynn Whitcomb, in medical school, I'd done a uh, quality rotation at a hospital affiliated with uh, Tufts, where I did my uh, medical training. He was kind of leading the charge and leading the clinical team, thinking about redesigning care w- with this new you know, alternative payment model. And I was really excited about the work they were doing. And they had a technology platform and analytics, and it was a relatively small uh, team with some really incredibly talented people. And so I decided to, to kind of initially come on, came on in consulting role and went full time. It's been such an incredible journey. I think when I joined, there are about 30 or 35 full time employees. The company's up to close to 160, you know, operating initially with 22 hospitals. And I think now it's projected to be by the end of July, 
40 states, about 200 hospitals, 1,000 skilled nursing facilities. So just incredible growth. Companies scaled from this really tiny little baby to, I'd say, an adolescent at this point and getting close to maturity. And my role has been to help develop and, and design our physician quality and performance. So, you know, in these kind of bundles or episodes of care, so basically the, uh, the patient gets admitted either into the hospital um, or into a post-acute facility where there's an anchor admission, you know, which kind of triggers the episode. So there's a number of kind of clinical episodes that can be triggered. And then once that patient completes that either inpatient stay or the skilled nursing stay, they go into a, a period of time, which could be 30, 60, or 90 days, and we do 90-day bundles. So it's a new way to think about, you know, kind of combining the services in, you know, one setting, like an inpatient setting or a skilled nursing facility, and then on the outpatient side and, and thinking about ways that we can um, really treat and, and help the patients recover, you know, over, over that period of time. So I've worked to kind of launch and develop our, our physician quality department. So for every one of these episodes, we have to measure quality. And so I've, I've worked on that and helped to scale that out to our initial 22 partners. And then the other kind of fun part of my, uh, my work is working with development. I've gotten to work really closely with our development team and technology team and design out our, you know, from scratch, our physician technology. So helping physicians kind of track these bundle patients over you know, the, the course of an episode and helping them kind of engage with them and communicate with the patient and complete kind of the required uh, quality metrics. And uh, the, the other kind of cool piece is working as well to develop and build kind of from scratch um, our patient technology. So helping patients communicate electronically with our care team. We have a whole kind of care coordination center, which is a, a center with all these nurses kind of telephonically helping patients recover and calling them and tracking their progress over the 90 days. And so providing a, uh, you know, web-based tool and mobile-based tool for patients to communicate with the care coordinator and share their recovery needs and help them recover best and, and communicate with their family members and allow them to access some of their patient information and provide them with some education. So it was a really incredible um, opportunity. Um, I've learned just so much and, and, you know, had an incredible mentor, Dr. Wynn Whitcomb, who's also the co-founder of the hospitalist movement and, you know, just really changed my life. And it's been an incredible experience. So um, that being said, I am uh, actually going to be putting back on my white coat and going back into clinical medicine and, um, you know, want to kind of finish off, you know, the, the clinical side of things. But and really getting the opportunity to treat um, individual patients and, and make a difference in their lives. So I'm really excited to get back into the clinic. I'm excited. I, I think my journey is just beginning. And so let me tell you a little bit more about The Modern MD and our vision. So The Modern MD is a weekly show where we interview the best and brightest physician innovators. So these are physicians that have gone out and dreamt of a new world and want to transform healthcare. And so the way we launched the show is uh, we launched the show with a success quote. So this is a quote that's meant to kind of pump you up, you know, a quote from the, uh, the modern MD that they live by. And so I'm going to share my success quote. My success quote is by George Bernard Shaw. 
It's the reasonable man adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable one persists in trying to adapt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. So I think of each of these physician innovators as the unreasonable MD. They see a new world. They think outside the box. Uh, They're constantly thinking about new ways that we can do things better and driving change. So I think that's what we're looking for at the Modern MD, and that's what I live by. And I try and uh, push the boundaries, and and I think many of the uh, physicians on the show do as well. The next kind of part of the show is what I'm terming white coat to business suit. So many physicians maintain clinical practice, and and that's something important to them. And I think it's incredible to have that one-to-one interaction with the patient. It's a really special bond that us physicians get to get to have and share. I think there's a time where, you know, you want to go beyond that. You want to transform and make a change on kind of larger scale. Many of us will, will take off that white coat and turn into the business guy or a chief medical officer or, you know, some other innovator in a company and think about how we can do things differently and, you know, that transition. So I think everybody's got a little bit of a different transition. I jumped right from medical school, probably a pretty unusual transition, right from uh, the white coat to the business suit. I think many modern MDs kind of make that transition later. I think we are seeing some making the jump and and leap earlier on and want to have kind of a different impact and, and use the clinical skills a little bit differently. The next part of the show is this idea to venture. So it's thinking about either a concept that they started or joined and how they built that and thinking about the lessons that they learned, the success stories that they have, some of the failures. I, I think it's really important to share some of the deep and dark secrets if they're willing to, because you know I think that's how we all learn. So I'll share a few of mine. I think the biggest failure that I had you know, when starting the company was not getting the legal part right. We built the company and, and had this operating agreement, you know, which is kind of this corporate governance document. We figured out that it was all the way we had structured the company was all wrong and we nearly went under. So this was, you know, kind of the CEO in a box structure that we had set up with all these other, you know, subsidiary companies and we made it really too complicated. So we landed up going to kind of more of an entrepreneurial attorney being able to correct that, you know, but we really struggled because initially we didn't have the structure right and we kind of course corrected and were able to to get that right. So I think bringing on the right support structures and working with really good people can kind of help you to alleviate, you know, some of the pain as you go through things and doing things right the first time is always uh, better than doing it a second time uh, if you don't have to. I think my greatest kind of success lesson that I've learned and, you know, something that I've really been really fortunate to have is is I've had really great mentors. And I think, they're, you know, each one of them has really made an impact in my life and changed my course and, and changed my thinking. And so I was really fortunate, you know, with the clinic in Ethiopia to work with Dr. Antenna Roba and, and just learned so much. I mean, just such an incredible human being and just such a great person. Just had such a passion for what he does and, you know, he's just continuing to to do cool stuff. So he's he's always been a great friend. And my current venture with Remedy Partners, Dr. Wynn Whitcomb is absolutely incredible a true visionary in healthcare. I think he shaved off 15 years of my career and we've spent so much time over the last, you know, 14 or 15 months together kind of traveling and working together. 
I've just learned so much how he operates, how he thinks, how he builds teams. I feel really privileged and blessed to have that opportunity. So I think for those of you listening and, you know, if you are getting started, mentorship, I I know a lot of people talk about it, but it, it can change your life. And I think it's helped me to grow and change and really create opportunities and and get to where I'm going a lot faster. You know, that's kind of the second piece of the show. We end every show with what I'm terming not your typical hospital rounds. These are business rounds. So the goal here is to have the modern MD share some of their secrets, some of their resources, their tools, their tips, their daily habits, what they think is the future of healthcare. So you know, asking him some some specific questions and I think getting some cool insight, you know, not in not only about their experience, but things that they use and, and things that made a difference for them to get where they're going. So that's the show. I'm really, really excited. I can't thank you enough for joining us and being on this journey with me. Truly honored, excited to to start this and, you know, really share the stories of some incredibly talented and inspiring physicians who are out there changing the world. And so I think together, the vision of the modern MD is that together we can transform the healthcare world and and landscape and and create a better system. And I think it will be a really fun and exciting journey. So follow us, share the journey, share the story with your friends. We're excited about the future. I hope you have a wonderful day and appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for joining me today on The Modern MD. Head to themodernmd.com to get links and recaps of every show and so much more. Dose up and like The Modern MD Facebook page.